0: We've come a long way, baby, and so have marriages. Yeah, women are redefining what works for them in their modern day marriage. And And this this is Chick Chick to Chick. Chick.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Steve Gephardt and Moneyline Lending. Life's journey has many stages, including marriage and buying a first home. Steve and Moneyline are dedicated to helping everyone in every stage of life achieve the dream of home ownership. Connect with Steve today to experience a worry-free home buying process. Go to moneylinemortgages.com or SteveSellsEverything.com.
0: You know i think when people look at marriages it's kind of like one or the other you know you're either living together and that's great or the woman moves with the man wherever he's going to go to get his job i mean i just feel like that's traditionally how it's been and it's funny because you know our podcasts always come out of knowing something about someone about something right and so you were talking about the interesting uh, guests that we will have coming up in her modern day marriage. And then you went,
1: wait a minute. I actually I had a modern day marriage a bazillion years ago. I completely yeah, forgot about this, but I got married. And three months after we got married, I got a job in one city, and my husband got a job in another city, and we lived apart for two years. Not only that, we didn't even have the same day off. Mm. I worked Monday through Friday night shift. He worked Wednesday through Sunday. I completely forgot about this. I know, isn't this. That funny? <laughs> this was like a million years ago, too. I don't even want to say it. It was that long ago. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I, I guess we were a bit of a trendsetter then Look because at you, yeah. Like I remember that was unheard of and my parents were like, You're doing what? Are you crazy? And I'm like, oh, oh. I'm doing this for my career and this is what I want to do. Yeah. But the thing is, marriages have changed. They have evolved for and sure. Divorce and people are getting remarried. And mm. I love the fact that women are going, you know what? I'm gonna take ownership of this. Yeah. I need to do what works for me. I'm gonna redefine this. And I'm going to make this work for me. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which so that brings to our,
1: our guest. Our guest, <laughs> Katie Schmidt Bunner, is joining us today. Hey, Katie. Hey. Thanks for having me. We love that you're here. So tell us about your little love story. Tell us all about oh. who you are, and we know that you were divorced. And tell us about Chris. Mm-hmm. Tell us everything.
2: Oh, everything. How long do you have?
1: <laughs> um, oh, about 15 so...
2: minutes. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, I got divorced. I want to say 2000. I'm going to mess it up. So I'm not going to give a year. Okay. Um, but more than 10 years ago, maybe 14 or 13 years ago. It doesn't matter. And uh, I lived in Westminster, Maryland, two daughters. um, And a year or two after we got separated, um, I met Chris. We met on Match.com. And we always said we'd love to do a commercial for Match.com. Well, I would, he wouldn't. Um, so we met on Match.com, and um, you know, it was a it was a great match, a great connection. And um, the only problem was we lived about fifty-eight miles apart. Um, his kids were in high school, mine were in high school and middle school at the time. So, and I had custody of my kids on the weekends and vice versa. And there were lacrosse games. I mean, you guys know, right? Yep, yep, your, yeah. your life is, uh, takes a backseat to your kids and ours was no different. And I, it's probably one of the things, um, that attracted me to him was that he did value never missing a game or you know if he had time with his kids he was not going to see me and vice versa so um you know for a couple probably for the first year we saw each other every other weekend every so often a night during the week we'd meet in the middle maybe for dinner uh, but the weekends we spent every other weekend together so the plan was that in the summer or fall of 2020, no, 2021, when my daughter graduated from high school that I was going to move in with him, find a job up in the Harrisburg area. Cause I was working all the way down in DC. Oh. So that really would have just been too much of a commute. A um, then the pandemic happened and a few things changed. And uh, I got this job opportunity in Baltimore, which is much closer, about an hour and a half, maybe closer to Harrisburg than where I was working. and I. Thought well, maybe I can make it work, and then with remote work and only working three days a week, I could definitely make that work. So I moved. We moved in together. I want to say it was October of 2020. I'm getting my years confused. 2021. I can't remember it's now. at This bit point, and I'm a little <laughs> and I'm a little bit nervous too. So it was either 20 or 21.
1: You guys ended up getting married, and just recently, yeah. You recently got married, but what's mm-hmm. different is. He's in Harrisburg, you're living together in Harrisburg, but you didn't give up your career and you haven't caught off contact with your children. So describe what you're doing now to okay. maintain your your career and contact with your kids. Got it. So, yes, I live in Harrisburg or Camp Hill or Mechanicsburg, whatever you want
2: to call it. I work three days a week down in Baltimore. I usually do three days in a row. So I'm staying two nights in a hotel in Baltimore. It gives me the opportunity to see both my daughters because one of my eldest daughter, Sophie, lives in downtown Baltimore in Federal Hill. um, So she's very close. And then my youngest still lives with her father who's out in Westminster. So at least one of the two nights I'm down here, the three of us come, ideally, the three of us come together for dinner. We'll typically meet somewhere that's equidistant for everybody. There are some weeks where one kid's available one night and one kid's available the other night. In that case, you know, I have two dinners out with the daughters separately. And then I come home and then I work the rest of the week at home. Like this week, I'm down here Monday through Wednesday. I will head home tomorrow and work remotely Thursday and Friday.
0: I was going to say, why is it so important for you to make sure that you still have what what Katie wants, you know? You didn't just go, oh, I'll find whatever kind of job just so I can stay close by. What was that shift?
2: I think more than ever um, once your kids are up and out of the house, what else is there to focus on? And I'm not saying I don't focus on Chris or my husband, but it's kind of like, wow, I can, I can be like 80% work now instead of, you know, 40% work, 60% mom. Not that I'm not still a mom, but once they're up and out and you don't have schedules to worry about or events to go to, you can kind of focus on yourself. And I got really lucky that the stars aligned and um, Chris is so accommodating and agreeable as he is to let me do this. I shouldn't say let, yeah. that, that sounds terrible. I understand now that I've said it, but you understand what I'm trying to He's
1: say. He's supporting you, right? Yes. He's yes. support. What if he said, what if he said, no, Katie, you, you're not doing this. We just got married. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to- We're finally together. We're, we're here. We were apart for 10 years. Now you're here. Now you're back to, you know, being in a hotel two to three nights a week. What if he said to you, yeah, this isn't going to work? How would you have handled that?
2: I would say I'm sad, but I get it. I mean, this is going to last forever, right? My marriage. hmm This, you know, as much as I love my job and it's a huge piece of who I am, if I have to weigh one against the other, it's not even a, it's an easy decision to make. It would be sad, but I wouldn't be resentful because I want, you know, having a failed marriage behind me, I don't want to have another one because then I'm the common denominator, right? So I value my, my marriage and my family much more than my job, but I feel lucky that I have a great marriage and a great job and great kids.
0: Yeah, you have two daughters. I have yep. all daughters, and I feel like as a mom, it's really important for me to kind of show and do and walk that walk. You know, walk that talk. Do you feel like you're doing that for your girls? <laughs>
2: um, absolutely. They make fun of me, um, but yeah, I feel like I am doing that. I feel like it is sinking in. Um, sometimes when I respond to their texts, I respond, and they can tell when I'm in work mode. I don't know if you guys do that as well.
0: Oh yeah my kids um, can tell
2: too. Yeah. Yeah, it's that tone and they make fun of it but you know or somehow some way they're soaking it in right? It's a part of their world, it's a part of who I am. So even though I'm not ramming it down their throats, they know it's important to me and it's part of my identity. So Yeah. And like my oldest, she just um, she graduated during the pandemic and now she's a labor and delivery nurse um, down here in uh, Baltimore. And she loves what she does. And I love that she loves what she does. And I, you know,
1: so I'd like to think I had some role in that, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't. But I'd like to think I did. What did they think about this arrangement and that you're down there in a hotel and you're, you know, you're in Harrisburg, Mm -hmm. then you're back to Baltimore. And uh, what do they think of this?
2: If I'm being honest, um, they weren't weren't thrilled about it, but they also understand that they're grownups now. And, you know, when we were when I first introduced the idea, they said, well, why doesn't he just move down here? Makes Mm -hmm. more sense. And it kind of does. I mean, he works from home. He could almost work anywhere. Um, His kids are now out of the state. Mine are still in the state. So there were some tough conversations, but I love where we live up in Camp Hill. I love the friendships I've made up there, the networks we have. And I know Chris is very connected up there. Um, So, you know, I told them that this is my decision. I want I want your blessing. I don't need your approval, but I'm going to do it anyways. But I'd like your blessing. They still give me little digs sometimes. Um, They still work the guilt a little bit. But I mean, they adore Chris and they, you know, they love Chelsea and Joey. So and they're grown up. They don't need me that much anymore.
1: So yeah. you brought something up though. Why didn't he move down there? Because, as you pointed out, he works from home, and your mm-hmm. office is there, and your daughters are there, and his kids are out of state. So why didn't he move to Baltimore?
2: Uh, I never, I never said let's move to Baltimore. That's one reason, right? I never asked the question. Maybe part of that's because I know him. Mm-hmm. Um, he at. I don't want to generalize men but i think he go ahead and do it katie It's go ahead katie i think sometimes (laughs) they're not as agile as Mm -hmm. we are and go with the flow he is a very routine person um and so it would have i think it would have been harder for him to redesign his life than for me i love change um plus he loves golf i mean if he's not on the golf course and his golf course a couple times a week he He becomes a different person sometimes when he doesn't get all the golf strokes in and it's such a huge part of his life um i i I didn't feel that strongly about it i'll be honest with you also my um the town where i lived in westminster that's my ex-husband's town like he Mm -hmm. grew up there so there's a part of me too that was like this town's not my hometown you know yeah,
0: yeah so it was easier for me to leave there what message would you have for any woman who is in your position? You know, she's kind of trying to figure out what's the best thing for everyone. Isn't that what women do? Instead yeah. of really thinking inward on what do I really want to, to do? What would your advice be? I
2: don't think I'm the best person to come to for advice, but um, my advice would be uh, don't let the guilt take over you. I find myself feeling guilty a lot, either guilty that I've let my kids down that i'm not down here all the time every time i leave the house i feel guilty that i'm leaving chris especially since we just got a new puppy who is like ruling our lives right now <laughs> um so i try and compartmentalize that you know i've gotten my kids blessing i have chris's blessing but there's still a little piece of it, it's like oh mm. am i not doing enough am i not nurturing enough um so i don't know what my i should probably give myself advice right like don't be so hard on yourself yeah um that's what my advice yeah i might i don't know that i have advice but i do i would say if you find something that makes you really happy try and find a way to get it into your life to design your life around it and i don't just mean my job i mean mm-hmm. my family my husband i'm really lucky and i especially lucky that i was able to have everything
1: so, Katie, thanks for coming on the podcast, and again, congratulations. You know, she said something that's so interesting, and I struggle with this all the time. What is it with women? We feel guilty, guilty. all the time. Yeah, I know. If you work, you feel guilty. If you don't work, you feel, you feel guilty. guilty. If you stay home with your husband, you feel guilty. If you leave, yeah, men just are like that. Eh, whatever. I, we need to it. stop with the guilt, ladies. Mm-hmm. Stop and learn stop. to do the things that you want
0: to really do and what you want to pursue. Yeah. Well, Mm -hmm. we, we, we are so happy they were with us today. And do us a favor, head over to our YouTube page, Chick to Chick on YouTube, like and subscribe. And until we're back to Chirp about another topic.